It's really good. Like, <sighs> let it go. <laughs> <sighs> Um, I saw one of these um, you know how these people on TikTok or some of these Facebook 20 second things I like to look at some of them some of them are really hilarious and fun there's this um, one scientist Huberman who I like I subscribe he's got all these geeky things about sleep and the brain and the sympathetic parasympathetic and he's a neuroscientist out of Stanford but he's pretty fun to listen to I don't know if he knows what he's talking about but I listened to a few things but he says you can do that to go put you more into um, parasympathetic which is uh, rest and digest is go like here's how he says to do what you do Hmm. breathe out as long as you can You want to try it? Sure. Go ahead. Try <laughs> You want me just mean it yeah, by you, myself? Yeah, do it and see what you we're, feel. We're so, just doing two so inhales. So you do two inhales, pretty it. strong, like, and then long outhale. We'll watch you. With your mouth open or closed? I don't know. Just whatever you want to do. <laughs> okay. Everybody, let's do it together. Okay, here we go. One, Ready? two, three. <laughs> Kind of works. That's huh? good. Kind of works, doesn't it? Yeah, I already feel better. Yeah, it doesn't take you right. Ooh. You know, you can play with that, uh, Hannah, if you'd like, and ladies and gentlemen of the jury, is uh, if you're at night when it's sleeping, is just having a hard time. You know, if the mind is is uh, giving you some grief, rather than breathe, is just start breathing out. You know, just start going. And just take little snippets in. This is called buteco breathing. Breathe out a lot and just go. And then breathe out some more. And just. It can take you to a really nice spot where all of a sudden your body says, Oh, I'm feeling all gooey. I could go to bed here. <laughs> I could go to sleep. Yeah. Alternate nostril breath is great for that too. Do you do that? Is, how does that work? So you go in. Yeah, like in. Do you hold then at the top? Yeah, you inhale, hold, and then switch, exhale, and hold. Yeah. And you can do yeah. whatever count, like four counts or three. Yeah, a, just whatever your in inhale or exhale kind of is. Yeah. It's a little bit different than box breathing, but it's supposed to balance the brain. Oh. Um, alternate nostril breath, yeah. I could use my brain balanced. Same. <laughs> Now I've read, I've read in my Scorpio handbook that lots of uh, petting and kissing will, will also do the same thing. So, you know, you have lots of options there. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, there's, there's a lot of help to all of that as well. It's I good think for so. You. It's good for you. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Um, please go to this page. Miles Mathis has some read and read some of the articles he does on um, so you can see what Mathis thinks about Brand's genealogy. You know, frankly, I think I'll skip that. I don't care what Brand's great-great-grandfather is. What does he have to do with Russell? Okay, here's another one. Globalists, sorry, I don't want to be snarky, but I'm not going to spend the time to do that. Globalists are anyone utilizing terms such as globe, global, globalism in their vernacular, and whether wittingly or unwittingly, they are enemies uh, to free humanity. Ooh, I Ooh. like the way they said that. Yeah. Dr. Shiva produced the embedded video below entitled The Swarm to brilliantly depict how all of those who you named operate. Oh, thank you. I thought that this Shiva guy was a globalist too. I interviewed him and I just, you know, I kind of got cooties from him, but uh, it's just me. Maybe I was just having a bad hair day, but. 
Do you have bad hair days? I think we all have bad hair days. Oh my goodness. I have more than most. Curly hair is a own thing. Like my hair tells me what it's going to do that day. (laughs) It's not me telling it. So I have, it has helped me learn to let go in some areas of my we're on oh, we're doing this. Today. Yeah, we're on an operation of uh, going back to natural color hair. That's what we're working on. Nice. And um, so that's one of the things we're doing. Dr. Jennifer Daniels suggests eat anything black. She legit red squid ink or black squid ink, um, mm. black black uh, cumin seed oil. Cummins, black Cummins, black. So I've been doing that. But mainly I've just been talking to my hair and say, just do it, will you? Just do it. Quit fooling around, go back to natural color. (laughs) Just do it. I'm in charge here. You're just the hair. Do it. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Let's go to our files. Do you ship your sauna to the UK? Yes. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Let's see. Um... Hope you're doing well. I have a lot. You have a lot of support and folks who love and really appreciate your humanism. Am I a humanist? Are you a humanist? No, I don't know. I don't even know what human. <laughs> I don't know okay. about. But I'll, I'll take that I don't know a, about the label. <laughs> I'll take it as a compliment. I'll take it as a compliment. I have followed okay, you cool. for many years and proud of your contribution to raise our our civilization to a higher level. Oh, please give yourself some well-deserved love and damn good pat on the back. (laughs) That's awesome. Do not criticize yourself. I don't. Do I? Good. Uh, And your heart and intentions are so positive and everyone you touch who is even somewhat aware have felt your love. Love yourself and love your job. Okay? I do not want to preach. They're preaching to me, but they don't want to preach. Just talking from my heart. Love you, brother. Create a hole and create a hole and the universe will fill it. Trust you're doing the right thing. Isn't that nice? That's very sweet. Please send me some sulfur (laughs) and a reminder as to how to make a donation along with the sulfur, I would like to have four pounds sent to Maui. Oh, yeah. This fellow's in Maui. And I did respond to him. I said, here you are taking your time to be all concerned about me and do a donate. And they're in Maui, which is... I'd like to go there just to see what the heck is going on. You know, I... I don't think it's good, do you? Fear of God is one of the strangest beliefs that human mind has ever made. I agree. Why did they... Why did they think that there was too many gay people during the AIDS-HIV PSYOP and now they want everyone to be gay? It's a good question. <laughs> I never thought about it like that. <laughs> At least that's what you'd think if you had the misfortune of watching one of their dumb Hollywood movies nowadays. These people are absolutely insane. <laughs> well, well, fads come in and out of style. So. What's, what's that? I said fads come in and out of yeah, style. Yeah, they come in and say, oh, let's, let's be gay. Let's be gay. 
there's always a reason. So yeah, there's always a reason. You may not know it, and that's okay. So how's your job going, Hannah? You you getting a new job, or what are you going to do here? It's officially over. My time with uh, in social work has ended. Huh. Um, yeah, I was laid off twice in one year, so that was part of the burnout that I've had. In fact, I think it was October of last year that I was laid off. Um, I cannot speak publicly of the name of that company yeah, because of my separation agreement. I can't say it, but. Um, that was kind of like my my dream job, I thought at the time, and was let go, and then found my way into being a child welfare social worker, and I just finished that up yesterday. And uh, oh, congratulations! Welcome to the free world. <laughs> free. <laughs> Are you feeling pretty free? You're feeling pretty feisty. You know, there's a lot of, uh, it's bittersweet. There's a lot of emotions. You know, I met with all my clients for the last time, you know, and uh, had to have, you know, my part of my job was having very difficult conversations with people. And, uh, you know, most of it felt like it didn't land at the time. Mm -hmm. But in saying goodbye to a lot of these people, um, so many of them were like, we're really going to, we're really going to miss you. And I'm thinking like, I've had to say like, <laughs> really hard things to you and your family and uh and yet it was like there was this connection there just the it, just the human part because i never i never came into anybody's house thinking i was better than them or that uh you know we all have areas that grow and things we got to work on mm -hmm. so i tried to just normalize like the human struggle we've all got it mm -hmm. and so it's pretty cool it was pretty cool it's uh just some emotions to sift through, but has ultimately changed my perspective for the better, actually. Do you think programs like this, which I guess, are they state-funded or not-funded? This is by the county. This is by our county. county. I think funded. County Do you think they're worthwhile one. and uh, they really help people? I think that there are, there are necessary interventions for some families that, you know, there are people that do things that they shouldn't to their children. And I think that should be dealt with. Um, whether they're always competent organizations that have the best interests of humans in mind, then I think we have to look at the larger systems that facilitate them. And uh, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we've never met and I don't know you very well, but I, I would think you would be you were really good at that job because you're a good listener and you got your head on straight, girl, you know? I don't, I never felt like I was good at it, but you I didn't. always cared about the people. Well, I'm not saying that I wasn't. I was told I was highly successful at it, um, but I never felt that way in, in, the, in the work because mm -hmm. there's not, uh, you can't see what you're doing, if that makes sense. If you're doing anything, you can't see it. You don't really see results. Did you do video calls with them? Video? Oh no, I went into their homes. Oh, you went. I went to their homes. Whoa! Wow. Yeah, that, that's pretty. Yeah, I was in, did you like doing that? Going into their homes and talking to them. You know, it was. Yeah, you know, I was in some rough places um, around where I live, and um, you know, maybe places I would never have gone to. And there was like a whole thing of like overcoming some of that, like hmm. and. Uh, and then me having to say really difficult things to people that live in those places and like hope you make it back to your car. Um, <laughs> but you know, I I asked. I was trained by an amazing woman for who has done this work for eight years, and there was many times I would go to her and I would say, I don't think that anything I'm doing is like matters. Like nothing I'm doing matters here. And I so like, what's the point? And she said to me, it wasn't about whether you could see change. She said it was about the fact that we might be the only person in their lives that have ever sat down and listened to them hmm. and held a conversation with them and just respected them for who they were. Hmm. And um, I had to go back to that so many times, but I, be but I believe that, that is, that's the whole point. And that's why, again, like I keep coming back to this thing, like relationships relating to other people. Um, that's where it's at. That's where it's at. Without an agenda. Without an agenda. Hmm. Just being there. Yeah. 
So are you going to get another gig for yourself somewhere? Yes. Well, I have one. I, I, I didn't, didn't start again. I'm taking a little break, but um, yes, it's a totally different. I'm stepping out of all of the, the rat race stuff. Found a really cool vineyard near my home where I'll be working. So a vineyard. Yeah. What are you going to yes. do with them? I'm going to be in management there. You're going to manage a vineyard? <laughs> I thought you had to be Italian to manage grapes. Well, what's up with how'd you do that? I am Italian. What are you talking about? That's oh, that's <laughs> right. You are. Yeah, you are. What's your maiden name? <laughs> well, my maiden name is not. Well, Wallizer is my maiden name. Oh. That is Salomon. Is um, the Italian the Sicilian? Yeah, Salomon. Is Salomon. Salomon. Oh, it's a. Maybe they, maybe they would have said it Salamone. Salamone. <laughs> See, that's a Siciliani. That's right. <laughs> so your mom and dad are, are both Italian? That's on my dad's side. No, not my mom's French and Welsh. And, yeah. So his name is what? Is it, is it? Salamone. Salamone. It's Salamone. Yeah. It, yeah. And it's not that's Timpone. I've yeah, been saying it like that my whole life. That's right. Know. Oh, so you always pronounce it Salamone. We always did, yeah. I guess. Uh, well, you know, the like real a, pronunciation of that is uh, Salamone, like Timpone, <laughs> right? Anything that yeah, ends in an E in Italy, they say Timpone, right? And with the fingers when they yeah, sing. Yeah, Timpone. <laughs> Signore, <laughs> Signore Timpone, not Timpone. But we always <laughs> went by Timpone. You know, Actually, yeah. it wasn't that A as the way it should be. In my childhood, it was always Timpone. Timpone, mm -hmm. but it's really Timpone. That's the way yeah. they say it in Italy. Timpone. Timpone. It's that beautiful in Salamone, right? Yeah, nice. Angelo Salamone. Like, yeah. Oh, so you're like half Italian? No, I'm not half. I'm like, uh, my dad would be half, I think. Yeah. Well, if your dad, Honestly. your dad's half. Oh, your dad's half. That's okay. You're enough. That's you're enough. I'm enough. I'm enough whether I'm Italian or not. That's I'm right. That's right. So you know. And so is everybody else. You are enough. Don't forget to tell yourself that today. You're always enough. You always, and especially if you like kissing, then then you know you're Italian, right? I mean, that's what we do. I love kissing. That's what we do for a living, you know. Right? Come on. You know. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Salamone. That's a nice thing, Salamone. Yeah, you know, I think uh, for what it's worth, I, w I shouldn't mention it, but I will because I don't care. Face uh, face plan is is really censoring us lately. Wow! Ever mm. since we start streaming on Facebook, they're putting us way down on the feed, and nobody can find us, and uh, people don't even comment on the post. But they don't even tell you now. They used to tell you, right? They used to mm. tell you when they were censoring you. Now it's just. It's like shoots and ladders, and you fell down the chute. That's right. They did. Yeah, we should probably not even do it anymore if it's gonna if it's gonna be a problem. Oh well. It's always something, isn't it? Hannah Banana, isn't it something? Always something. Always, always. Uh, nice to see you interview Greg Manor Manor Manorino. I've been following him for many years. He was on a couple of weeks ago. We liked him. I must say, though, YouTubers tend to remove any comments pertaining to the fraud of germ theory months ago. I posted Mark Bailey's Farewell to Virology on one of Greg's videos and when he was talking about COVID and it is removed. It was removed. Yeah, they, they, they don't like you talking about... You know, and they're getting pretty good at it, too. You know, where YouTube can just go in and, and just pick out what they don't like. Facebook, because it's all, it's all done by all of our voice. I don't know if you know, all of our voices then are put into text and it's run through their programs. And if they hear things like CC and V, not vagina, but V. Not vagina, we can say vagina we, oh, all day long. Oh, say vagina every how you want, but don't say the other V word, no. You'll get into Hold up, can't say that. Oh, you can say that. No, you can say that. Okay, okay. No problem, no problem. Just don't say the other V word because then, oh, okay. then you okay. are in thin ice here because 
Thank you for your work. There was a Friday show a few weeks ago. You showed a little bit of indignation for the freaks pushing these shots. I want to thank you as sometimes I can't listen to people like Dr. Massey who seem almost too passive. Yeah, I guess there's a, there's a, there's a nice line between just going with the flow and not have righteous indignation, you know? And is it even, you know, that's a good question, Ms. Hannah. Does having righteous indignation over these globalists do anybody other, any good other than uh, let us vent? What do you think? Sorry, <laughs> do you mean being free to talk about it? Is that what you're kind of saying? No, not free, but just just um, expressing that you think these people are lunatics, lunatics, and you just don't like it, and you think they should stop. I, I guess that's cool, right? We don't create karma doing that, do we? There shouldn't be anything wrong with people having the freedom to express their thoughts, opinions, and feelings, no matter where they, where their opinions lie. Okay. Like I'm, let's be free. Okay. But I also think there is something to energy. Like we're talking about it. On a more spiritual level. Is it, is it valuable? Is it even useful? Is it even useful? feel like it's not but i'm not taking complacency like i'm not taking a complacency seat when i say that what i'm saying is the mission is bigger than that it's not just calling it out seeing it recognizing it and saying this sucks and it's not fair because that also i think fuels this whole system is we're upset about it it's affecting us Mm -hmm. we're not free and i think it's still minimizing us and I think there is a way to take our power back that is beyond just talking about it. Yeah. That's my personal opinion. Yeah. But I really feel that. So, and I feel it in a relationship to others. Yeah. So, for example, I think what we did when we, people asked who the globalists are, if you just kind of say, well, they're there and there, and I think they're there and they're there and they're there, that's a good thing, right? You, you help educate people to what you're, opinion is for what it's worth without saying you want to should go out and kill them or hang them or whatever it's just yeah that's the fine yeah, line isn't it like yeah. looking at your bank statement like your bank account like mm-hmm. if you never check the money that's coming in and out you can't really make financial goals right you're just like oh i don't know maybe there's money in there maybe there's not right so there is something to that responsibility of knowing like what money is there because then you can make a plan but for God's sake, our plan needs to be bigger than just seeing what's being deducted or added. We need to move forward now, and we need to be doing something else, I think, with our energy. But I'm not completely clear on how to articulate that yet, but I can feel it inside of me, yeah. and it's been like pressing on me for the last couple of weeks. There's a way. There's a way to do that. There is. And I'm not, to, and I'm not saying that in a way that I feel... Like, oh, we're going to win if we figure this out. But I will be damned. Am I allowed to say that? Yes, you are. Very good. Whether I'm at the helm of the ship or not, and the ship is going down or not, leadership is about taking care of the people around us. And we all have the ability to do that through relating to them. And the purpose is for this. I Whether the ship's going down on fire, the aliens are coming, the unicorns are going to shoot missiles into our backyard— I have no idea. <laughs> I think that's what. But I'm not do. losing. I'm not losing my sense of responsibility, accountability. I'm not giving up my value system. I'm not giving up the freedom of my spirit and who I am to these people, to this energy. I'm not doing it, and I'm going to encourage everybody else around me to do the same. Let's and vote for Hannah it. for president. Hey, let me in. I'd have to make a deal with the devil, but I'll do it. Ah, that's right. You know, you can just lie. <laughs> You know, see, that, see, that's what I would do. I would make the deal with the devil and have my fingers crossed, you know, and then once you get oh, in, and then once you get in there, you, you know, you just say, well, you know. You, Cross your toes. Of course, then, they, then they'll kill you, you know, if you do that, right? So you got to be yeah, careful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. What a way uh, to go. Death, it's, always, death is <laughs> it's, it's always something. 
<laughs> that's like, that should be the name of the show. It's always it's something. always something. I made a deal with the devil, and now I'm not doing the deal. Whoops, whoops. Let's take care of Patrick. Harmony writes in. Hi, Harmony. Isn't that a pretty name? Love that word. Love Harmony. that name. Harmony. To make it past the censors, I suggest you pretend to be a <laughs> biracial gay trans person. It seems topics like this are celebrated nowadays. <laughs> That's right. We could just be trans. We could call it the trans show. We could say whatever we wanted then. I know. Do you have any theories, Miss Hannah, on what this whole, all that stuff is about? The LB thing? What they want, these people want? You think they have motives think, with doing all this? Yeah, I do. I do. I think I think the motives are for all of us to relinquish any value system that we may have had. Because if we don't value anything, then they can put anything upon us and it has to be okay. And so I think it's important to know and identify what you stand for and what you believe in and what you feel is important. And um, that's not to say that we don't accept other people. It has nothing to do with acceptance. Um, you know, I, I have kids and I love them dearly, but there are things that they do say that I totally disagree with and will never be like, yeah, I agree. That was a great choice for you, <laughs> but I love them. I love them. It doesn't, it doesn't change my love for them or my acceptance of them, but I can't say like, Hey, you've done that. And now I'm going to change the way I see things or that, you know, responsibility isn't important anymore because, you know, you chose that. So I'm old-fashioned. I am. I'm a little old-fashioned. Old and you're Italian. You gotta so. something or you fall for anything. That's a line of like, like an old country song. <laughs> so can you, can you share any of the ideas that your children bring up to you that you, you take a double take? You don't have to if you don't want to. I'm trying to think of like a really good, a good one. A good I, always tell, I always tell my kids this, like there's nothing they can do that will change my love for them. Like there's nothing they can do that will keep me from loving them. But, you know, teenagers make wild choices at times, you know, it might be, um, I don't know, vaping. <laughs> and I disagree with that choice for, for health reasons. Um, but it doesn't change the fact that I love them, but that's not, like, I'm not cool with it. Like, I'm not okay with it. It's not good for you. It doesn't align with your goal of being a college athlete. So, like, I just can't get on board with it. Um, that probably wasn't the best example, but, yeah. So, I think if they can get us to a place where we accept everything and we're almost seen as bad for not accepting everything, like, now we're bad if we say we disagree with whatever the fad is, if, if we say, hey, you know, I can actually see like there could be a problem with that or that there's some concerns I have about, you know, making this okay, hmm. then we're the bad person. And I, I can't get on board with that. No. I, no, uh, I the, just can't. These, these globalists who are controlling the media and mainly the, the left wing, you know, I hate to bring politics into it, they're starting to call anybody that doesn't agree with all this stuff fascist. I mean, they're using that term. They were fascist. If you don't believe in the LBGDTQ plus whatever, all this crazy stuff, then you're fascist. You know, and if you don't accept our pronouns, you're a fascist. That's weird, man. You know, that's strange. <laughs> and I wholeheartedly disagree. And I think that we can disagree and we can still have a country and people and disagree, but you can't legislate people's morals. Like, you just can't be doing that. Like, that's a problem. Oh, a huge problem. You see some of the stuff they're doing in California? I mean, I mm -hmm. saw, I read a story where judges are taking into consideration in divorce cases for custody whether or not one of the persons uh, um, believes that their child could could change their 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 sex. Seriously, I'm serious. Can you imagine? I mean, you that's know. ridiculous. Who has time for that? How about we fix the financial crisis in the world? <laughs> how about we, we do focus on what's important? Something, else. Something else. 
I can't. That's unbelievable. I that's know. ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's absurd. It's just absurd. weird. Weird. So it was fun when you emailed the other day. As you know, Darko, we were going to talk to Darko, and he they took his internet down. So I'm here just having a vamp. So I don't know how I get into it. And I start talking about the monitor. And people really love the show. I've got a lot of good comments on it. Because we just did a real mm -hmm. concise thing about the history and how we got here and what we're doing and where we're going. And you sent in, uh, but you like the show. You enjoyed it? You learned something from Yeah, Yeah, I, I do. I like, I like, I've always loved listening to your show before I was ever on it. I loved listening. And I would always say things like when I was listening to the show, but Patrick, <laughs> I would always be asking questions. But like, Patrick, what about this? What about this? What about that? <laughs> <laughs> now you get now you get to say it now live. But what about this? Yeah. Boy, I tell you, um, you know, as you know, sweetie, I really study this stuff because of my training with Andrew Goss. I mean, it's just in my DNA. I really understand it. It's like I don't know how, but Andrew just taught me, you know, took me by the here, let me show you how you twenty five years. Twenty five mm -hmm. years. Yeah. So, so I really understand this stuff. And I understand it enough to know that there's no way out of this thing. There's no, there's no way out. They've got no exit strategy, the Federal Reserve mm -hmm. and the Treasury, none. It's not going to get better. Sorry. Prices are not, <laughs> I'm sorry. You show me how, how, how the financial situation is going to get better. Are they going to stop mm -hmm. borrowing? No. They're too trillion dollars a year in the red for the budget. So they have to borrow that from from either the Fed or, or people, pension funds. And they're going to have to keep raising interest rates because they think they have to do something to, you know, hold down the prices. But they have no way of getting all the trillions of dollars that they created out there chasing after the, the milk gallon of milk you know that at the store up there in Lancaster County that's why the prices are going up because people have you know so there's no way out I don't know what's going to happen at the end of the rainbow but we better pay attention <laughs> that the, it's going to it's going to do something you know it's going to crash and burn or I don't know I left my Nostradamus t-shirt in the closet. I just don't know. So how are you feeling about that after, you know, it's understanding more about it? Do you, you feel like, do you need a plan to, or? I can't, I, I know, because I feel like, I remember my mom or dad saying like, I don't know, if it was my mom, like six months ago or something, I was talking to her about money and she's, like, well, you shouldn't have all your money like that you have saved. You shouldn't keep it all in the bank and you should do this and that. Here's what I have to say. If it's all going to crash and fall apart, I, it, my money's not really there. Even the money that they say I have in there, if if they want to, they can just tell me that it's theirs and I can't have it. And we, we've already seen that happen before in the history of America. Uh, I think that's why we need each other. And that's why we should be building relationships with each other, because the only way out is through. And I don't know what the end result is going to be. None of us do. And I don't even know if that's important. Um, but I'm not like I'm going to go down fighting and trying and like loving the people around me, whether I'm starving to death or not. No. <laughs> like, I'm just that's just in me. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, we can't control it. Yeah. We, I can't. I have this strange, wonderful, deep feeling that I know is true, and I can't prove it, but I don't care, is that all of us, our listeners and all the people that we know and the millions of people who are doing the right thing, helping people, right? Not, you know, um, just not breaking spiritual laws, that we're gonna be protected through all this. I really know that, you know? We are. I don't know. I don't know how. But I'm not worried about it, you know. Well, we can't be worried about things we can't control. <clears throat> yeah. We just can't. Just cannot. <clears throat> um, well said, Hannah. I don't know what that email comes in. I, I, I just don't know what they were talking about, but it's okay. 
Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this is from Gloria. Enjoy the show. Have you ever considered adding a forum section to your website? I would love to converse and virtually meet other listeners. I would happily pay to subscribe for a service like this. You're increasingly becoming one of the few people that isn't a whore. Oh, thanks. I'm trying to, oh. oh, wow. Trying to cut Good. down on being, I'm trying to cut down on being a whore, but with an S name of Dimpone. You know. And congrats on not being a whore, Patrick, because this day and age, I'm telling you, there's just so many whores. It's the world's oldest profession. I love it's the world's <laughs> oldest profession, for sure. Well, thank you. Wow. Oh, I guess you're talking about a, a thing where people go on and do a thing or something. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of a cool idea. Like, yeah, have a little could, fan club. We could do that, and people could talk to each other. I'll put that on the list. Would you get Frank McKinney back on? He has a new book. I didn't know we had him on before. What does Frank do? Frank McKinney. He's like a real estate, luxury real estate guru, but he also does a lot of like uh, philanthropic stuff with uh, his money. He's a really cool guy. I actually met him. Oh, did you? Um, oh. Yeah, he was doing a book tour, and he came to Lancaster. So I don't think we've had Frank on to Greg, who emailed this. I don't. Maybe He's got we, a cool story. Yeah. Yeah, it's like He's, rags to riches kind of thing. Oh, good. So we'll we'll put him on the list to maybe invite him on. Huh? Frank McKinney. <clears throat> I wanted to mention. You know how uh, how close uh, Doodle and I are. She's lying right here. Doodle, say hi. She's been really going through it, too. Uh, more and more, I'm here. She lies on the floor next to my bed, and she'll be dreaming, you know, because she goes in the dream world just like I do and you do. And then she goes, you, 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 you. I know. And I just say to her, it's okay, doodle. Everything's okay. And she just stops. And she's still dreaming. So they're going through it, too. They're all going through it. What do you think about the WHO planning for the next pandemic and wanting to lock up and have the authority? Uh, yeah, have, we've seen some articles and um, they're, the WHO is running with this idea that they have the authority to, uh, let me see, let me read it here from, uh, uh, global Research, pretty good website, um, that they, they want the authority, oh, here it is, they want to be a global pandemic authority that has a range of disturbing powers, such as the ability to enforce lockdowns, push for universal Vs, and censor but that deems misinformation. That's something we should give them, don't you think? That would be good. Well, if they lock us down again, we'll all save money at the grocery store because we won't be able to go. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. What are you having tonight? Oh, I was doing sardines. Would you like some? Okay. Maybe that would be good. <laughs> <laughs> I like it where you look on the bright side of things. I just like that. That's good. You got to laugh. Oh, you do. Oh, you got to laugh. Yeah. Well, to this emailer, um, there are states. Uh, Texas is one. Florida is one. Um, uh, Tennessee, Alabama, Oklahoma. That they're on record, the governor is saying, I don't care what the WHO says. Uh, I don't care. Because we're not going to do it. So I, I think uh, the 10th Amendment, which is states' rights, are going to hold force here. And a state can do whatever they want to do. And especially the WHO, they have no authority to do anything. They're just some agency that the globalists created, right? Who, who, who's giving them authority? <laughs> what are they going to do? So I think they're just dialing for dollars. I just think they're just trying to make us, you know, believe that they have some authority over us. And being libertarians, they do not, do they, Anna? Do they? 
No, sir. No, it's so crazy. Somewhere else. Nothing. Yeah. Remember that in the Wizard of Oz when the, the good witch, like they dropped the house on the one bad witch, then the good witch shows up and she says to the other, like, wicked witch of the West, be gone. You have no power here. Yeah. Like, why are we not saying that? <laughs> you know, I think there are. They only have power if we give it to them. That's right. And that is not forgotten. I think, I think this, that um, sentiment is what has stopped this uh, new variant thing dead in its tracks. I think it's lost steam. I don't see it going anywhere. Remember a month ago? They were really ramping this new variant thing up. Boy, we're going to get that, do that booster and all that stuff. And people were just saying, no, not, not, not again. Fool me twice. Fool me once. Fool me twice. And I think, I don't think it's going to do anything, you know. I think it's lost total steam. So now, aliens is next. That'll be fun, though, won't it? Aliens. Close encounters with the third kind. <laughs> what's right. that called? Yeah, close encounters with the, close encounters. I need to watch that movie again. It's been a long time since. Did you see that movie? Wasn't that a great one? Close encounters. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's the one where they go dee doo dee doo dee doo dee doo dee doo. <laughs> and then the alien came out, and then Richard Dreyfus goes with them. I really like that. What a great ending! And he goes flying. <laughs> I want to meet an alien. I keep inviting you them. You may have already. You may have already. Probably, probably, <laughs> probably. Uh, another email. The alphabet people. L B. TQ agenda is about the inversion of reality. The Baphomet, do you know that word? B-A-P-H-O-M-E-T. I have heard that word before. Is depicted as a combination of male and female into one. Oh. Mm. Is that what Baphomet is? That sounds fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I like that idea. Oh, maybe it's something else. Um, <laughs> probably not what I'm thinking, but I'm Italian. Um, <laughs> to, to, oh, Patrick, that's a different show. <laughs> that's a different show. To Hannah's point, once we accept that biological men can be women and vice versa, then we will accept anything that is a distortion of natural order. Nature doesn't lie, but men do. And that is where we are in this age of deception. <laughs> well, girls lie too. Let's not give it all the globalists are boys. Come on. They probably are, though. That's funny. Yeah, there's something pretty satanic about this whole boys and girls thing, isn't there? Something a little weird with that. That feels a little... I mean, for me personally, yes. <clears throat> I think it's, uh, it's a concern. It's a real concern. And why do we need to, at this point, change that? What's the reason? To make us all bonkers, right? Well, I'm... <laughs> that I already got I, We were already, you know, it was a short drive for me. People, people just started admitting they were already crazy. Maybe they wouldn't do the same. It was a short drive for me to get there. I was there before. <laughs> you know, I was walking off the edge of the earth and not even in germs and everything before this thing hit. <laughs> I was like off the reservation long ago. You know, it's really fun too when you, I love it, what you're talking about relationships. If you look at some of these really cultures that we kind of revere these days because um, we do with the ancient, you know, the American Indian and what they did with the kids and the family and talking about their dreams and doing sweat lodges, you know, and they had this great relationship. I've read a book about about the other tribes and trading, and they all helped each other, and they told them what the buffalo were. They really had it going on. And until, mm-hmm. you know, the great white men came in and killed them all, they were, they were doing pretty good. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, that's the thing I think about from time to time, Miss Hannah. You know, before we go, because we're going along here, 
We believe in karma, right? We believe in karma, don't we? I do to some extent. To Maybe some, a little different, but yes, I think that to some yes, extent. Okay, some, but you're, you're there. Yeah. That what goes around comes around, right? What we what we, we put out, what we sow, we we then reap. That's absolutely yeah. So if we believe in that, regardless of what extreme you, you are, um, the United States government, as we know it, has been on a constant karma-creating adventure since its inception. You know, mm -hmm. since you look at 1776, and they immediately took control of the money. Hamilton and Washington did a deal with the Bank of England. So from the very beginning, they started to lie to us, right? From the mm -hmm. very beginning, they started to lie to us. I mean, it was only two years, and they had the first bank of the United States. Well, people didn't know what they were doing. And then, you know, if you just work through it, and the Civil War was a big, um, crazy lie. You know, they had the, the Rothschilds. One son um, financed the, the, the South, and the other Rothschild financed the North. And this whole thing was just to sell them guns and bullets and kill a bunch of people. That was a big mm -hmm. lie. And then you just keep going forward with the United States, what they've done. And you walk through First World War, Second World War. That was all made up. You know, the Lusitania was sending over. I mean, they, it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. And then, you know, the war in Vietnam was just a big lie. The, the Korean War was just another big lie. Just over and over and over in Central America and um, Iraq, Iran, Libya, the whole thing made up. Let's just make it up. We'll make up weapons of mass destruction and we'll steal your stuff. That's what we're going to do. So let's do that. And the media and the, and the United States have been doing these evil things for 250 years. This is bad karma. You know, so the United States as an entity um, is going to have to pay for this stuff. And maybe this is what's going on. Maybe they will just... implode and then if they do that we'll be free we're free now but we'll be more free we'll have less people trying to take our money right mm -hmm. oh we want your money here you we want your money do you work for that i know <laughs> we want our share they lied about yeah. the taxes you know it's fascinating uh, world war ii they needed to raise money for the war which was just made up mm -hmm. You know, Hitler had already been destroyed by the Russians when we went into the war. Not, not we, but they. It's, uh, Richard Mayberry's got some great books on that. Wonderful books. Uh, the Second World War, the First World War, the rest of the story. Fascinating historian. It was all made up. And then they said, oh, well, we need to have taxes, so we were going to finance this war. But it'll just be temporary. Just, don't, don't worry. It'll be temporary. Well, guess what? They, they forgot to stop taking taxes, which is unconstitutional, by the way. So it's bad juju. I'm just making a point that someday these people are going to... Not these people, because they've changed a lot of people, right? This entity. You know, because countries have karmas, states have karma, right? Uh, Earth has karma. Uh, everything has karma because it's a it's a living entity, and they create stuff. Mm -hmm. So, a little bit of karma coming down, baby. Thank you, Willie Nelson. Oh yeah. Uh, thank you for our, all the shows on the fiat system. Ultimately, myself and others believe the root of control is the fiat system, aka central banking. Please discuss this more on future shows. As for aliens, <laughs> um, plenty of evidence to suggest these are actually ghosts and possibly demons, not aliens from the sky. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, demons are ghosts. Yeah, I, I don't see how we're ever going to be able to get back to a sound money system. There just isn't enough gold to cover it. You know, we, there's about... Mm -hmm. $40 trillion that we know of out there. Gold would be about $50,000 an ounce, and that takes everything. 
So I don't know how you get back to a true money system. I don't even think you can get there from here. But You know what the word fiat means? Fiat currency? No, tell me. Andrew taught us. Now, fiat means is that somebody who is printing the dollars, they give it value by fiat, which means they just make it up. <laughs> That's where the term Perfect. comes from. That sounds just, like it walks hand in hand with everything else. So yeah, it makes they sense, just make actually. it up. Okay, this is what it does, right? What do you think? I like the continuity here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, So they do it by fiat. That's how they do it. Wars are also about forcing the migration and upheaval, very good, of people and then stealing the resources. Perhaps is bad. Wars are absolutely about erasing and are changing history, including the calendar. Yeah, they've always done that, right? Change history. Just, okay, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. Yeah, we talked to Russell uh, Blake Bentley in Ukraine again this week, and there's lots of reports. There are thousands of children that are just missing in Ukraine. They're snatching the kids. Ukraine is one of the most corrupt countries in the world. Lots of Nazis in Ukraine trying to, they want to take Putin over like they did back in the Second War. They tried to take him over. And there are thousands and thousands of women in Ukraine that are being sold into forced prostitution. It's really terrible what's going on over there. Just mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. So is it our job to help Ukraine? I guess so. I think it's our job to help each other. I think so. I was just about to say that. I think it's our job to help each other. And that will have a ripple effect that I believe supersedes the love of power. So take that home with you, folks. Take that home (laughs) with you, folks. Say that again. I'll put that as the the title of the show. So I I think our job is to help each other. Right? Yes. Help each other. I don't know what else I said. Oh, come on. You just said it. You didn't know. The power of love will supersede the love of power. The power of love will supersede super, the love of power. The love of power. Well, that's very poetic. You should be a poet. That's actually from a book called The Dandelion Insurrection. And oh. it's a political book, but it's like in a in a novel. So I you're, live by it. You're such a nerd. I like it. I know I am. <laughs> you're such a nerd. You were such I a read. I think thoughts. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. Well, you look great and you sound great and I uh, love your hair day. Good blue yeah. dress. We did it all today, didn't we, baby? Two and a half hours. Yeah. What do you we th- covered the everything. What do you think? So you're going to get great. into the wine business. business. Wow. Pretty, very exciting. Do they have mm-hmm. a lot of vineyards up there in Lancaster County? I think there's a good amount here actually in uh, Pennsylvania so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and how did you find this gig I actually have known the the owner uh, for a little while I reached out to her actually the last time I was laid off I had reached out to her and then went a different way and um yeah we just like reconnected she's she's really cool we have similar viewpoints on some things so I'm excited to to work with her That'll She's be, really cool. That'll be fun. There's a, we have a lot of uh, uh, wine, wine people down here. I have people right across the street from me have a huge vineyard. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, growing. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Olives. They grow in olives. Oh, olive groves. Olive groves, yeah. Oh, I love olive oil. Me I too. could drink that. I want to oh, have olives God. on my property. If I, Even if I ever, I just want to have property and have a bunch of olives. It's so incredible, the energy, you know. We're talking, oh we're talking like um, Sicily, right? Right, right. I've always wanted an olive tree, like just have an olive tree. Yeah, me too. It's like have, a fantasy. Have you been to Sicily this lifetime? I have not. My sister and I have talked about going, um, so it's definitely on the radar to, to go back home. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I want to come back here after that. You probably, but. you probably won't, yeah. 
<laughs> well, Actually, maybe. my friend over there with his wife right now. They're on they're on their honeymoon there. So. Oh wow. Well, maybe yeah. after your kids leave and go on their way, you can just go live there if you want. Yeah, I guess. I guess I could. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Blow this, <laughs> blow this popsicle stand. I've been thinking about going to Russia and live there for a year or so just to see what's going on. I don't know. Oh wow! Yeah. Kind of crazy, but be fun. But I don't know. Being in the wanting to be in the film business and producing probably wouldn't be best for much. I don't know. It could be challenging. Do you have any film film stuff going on, or movies, or film, and up in your area? Like that I'm that I'm watching. No, or are there people that are doing films or film a film community or anything? I'm sure there is one. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that there is one here. I'm not connected to it. But I, I know a lot of artists, but not filmmakers. So. Filmmakers, yeah. Well, we got a lot to do. Let's see. Ben says, Patrick plus, according to your listeners, our job is not to be whores. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that would be a good title, too, <laughs> for the show. Our job is not to be whores. I, I like <laughs> Well, we'll don't be a whore. Don't, if you're left with anything, just don't be a whore. Don't be a whore. <laughs> Such a great word, isn't it? Whore. That's a, it's a little fun. It is kind of fun. I don't know. Oh, it's very descriptive. You know, I think it's very descriptive. What pops into your mind when you hear that word? <laughs> oh, the old joke about you're at a bar and you say to a woman, uh, would you have sex with me for a million dollars? And she said, well... Yeah, probably a million dollars is a lot of money. <laughs> and she said, well, now that we were, no, I know, something like, I didn't get it right, something like, would you have sex with me for a certain amount of money? And, you know, she said, well, it would depend on how much. And they would say, well, now that we established who you are, let's haggle about the price. And then that was the joke. You know? <laughs> <laughs> let's haggle about the I don't think I would ever want to do well. well, Did we cover it all? Um, I think so. On my list. Anything else you want to bring up before you go on your way? No. I'm good. Great earrings, girl. Thank you. They're cute. You just bring a little class to this show. You know, I, we need a little class. I like it. <laughs> little class. I'm trying. I'm you, trying. You are. You look great. And thanks for everything. Have a nice weekend. Any plans or just the usual? We'll see. I'm going to try to go to a football game tonight, Uh um, but I have to travel for it. So you're not sure you want to do that. Um, I, of course there's a part of me that doesn't want to drive 50 minutes, but it's to support my son. So I think it's worth it. So I'm going to do it. Cause your your son is on the team, right? Yeah. Yes. And does he play? Yeah. Is he like a starter or a star? Or? Yeah, yeah, he plays corner. Corner, I guess. Is it? Don't ask too much about football. D- def- defense or offense? Um, that's a, he plays both. He's a di- he has a different position on both. I see. I don't know. I see. Hmm. How it works. Mm-hmm. I sound like the worst mom ever. I just feed him and love him and support <laughs> his goals. When people crunch him, do you go like that? Does it? And well, luckily, whatever he's doing, he doesn't get crunched that much. Oh, like he's, well, that's good. Yes, because that does freak me out mm-hmm. as a mom. But mm-hmm. yeah. Does he have a girlfriend? Not anymore. They broke up ah. over the summer. Ah. Yeah. So. so he's he's a single man. Mm. And how old yeah. is he? How old is he? He will be 17 the end of November. And you have one 15? Yep, 17, 15, and 13 and a half. Yeah. Well, you guys just clicked them right out there, didn't you? Just every two years. That's the, what do you say? <laughs> well, yeah, there's a lot more to it than that. But yeah, well, I know. Thing. I just just keeping it simple. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, my dear. Thanks a lot. Really appreciate you being on. Yeah, up. thanks for having Thank me. You. Have a great weekend. Okay. Yep. Everybody. Take love care. you too. I love you, Ooh. Hannah Walheiser. She's the bomb, man. <clears throat> She's great, huh? She be great. Okay, folks, uh, I lost my little slide. If you'd like to donate to us because our sales are really punky. I should quit saying that. Probably just make some more punky. 
Here's a little plug for a good friend of mine. Before you go, I will put this also in the description below the video if you're watching on video, on BitChute, and you can click and take you to uscoincapital.com website. I was very sincere about um, um, my opinion after studying this stuff for 25 years by my good friend Andrew Goss and the Real World of Money shows that we did for 13 years on one radio network that uh, this is not going to end well, whatever this financial system is. And I think you would be very happy that you went out today, tomorrow, next week, and bought some gold and silver coins from Fred Dashevsky at uscoincapital.com. 800-878-2646. Just trust me on this one. You're going to like it two or three years from now that you've got some gold and silver. You're going to like it. And this is a nice way to do it because you're not just buying a chunk of, you know, 10-pound gold thing and who knows if it's even gold. But this is a private transaction, meaning nobody knows about it. That's right. Nobody knows about it. When you buy gold and silver numismatic coins, real American money, at the mint, a limited value, it's a private transaction. Nobody knows about it. That's a good thing. Nobody knows you have them. You hide them where nobody can find them. You don't even need to save. You can protect them and just bury them in the ground if you want. In the dark of night, only you and God know where they are. Now, the ad, the issue with this is when you sell them for a profit, you're supposed to pay taxes on them, according to Title 26, the IRS. So you got to remember to do that, because nobody else knows how to do it. So if you want to be within Title 26, you have to pay taxes on them. And if you forget, nobody knows, but just want to let you know that's how that works. 800-878-2646. 800-878, I won't say it, 800-878-2646. Is Fred's number. I think we got a great week for you. Adam Bergstrom is going to be on. Uh, Bear Paul Londo. Uh, I think Don Lester and David Parker, uh, also Christine Massey, who has been, um, got a loaded show next week, a lot of people to talk to, and I, I really appreciate your support. Um, somehow I lost my little slide, how to support us, but you know how to do it. If you feel deep in your heart of Texas that... <laughs> that we offer some ideas, some shows, some guests, some spiritual, emotional, mental, physical advice, and guests of value, that you would like to trade something for that value, we'll accept that. People are having a hard time People are uncertain about their future. And when people get uncertain, they begin not spending money. Just a fact. You can see it in the um, consumer spending. You can see it. Then you add inflation. So our sales have gone down precipitously the last six months. So we really could use your financial support in the way of donations you can do a one-off donation. Just go to the donation tab on our website. Click on it. Do a one-off. Whatever. Whatever you want. Whatever you can afford. Or you can sign up for a monthly thing. And whatever you can afford every month. And if it gets to be too much, you can cancel it anytime. Three months from now, you go, no, nah, I don't think I can do that. That's all right. Yeah. So that's how 
you can help us. Now, if you can't do any of that, and you don't want any products or can't afford any products, you can still support us by telling your friends, family, and even people that you might think we're crazy about our show and our our videos and our website. Send it to them and say, check this out. Maybe somebody dealing with cancer, find a good show on cancer. And that helps spread the word. So I love you all very much, and thanks to Hannah. And I uh, had a good time. Hope you did. We will see you on Monday with Adam Bergstrom. A big week. Probably one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guests lined up for next week. So we're going to have some fun out here in the noonday sun. Live from Dripping Springs, it's Patrick Timpone. May the blessings be. And I love you all very much. Take care. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.